Blog Talk Radio. It's the Sunday Night Roundtable brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New and CanBay.com, located on blogtalkradio.com slash widemencantjump and at widemencantjump.com. This show discusses anything and everything and nothing is off limits as the wise men express their views and opinions on all different subjects of rounds of sports, entertainment, and world. Be sure to check us out on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, and at widemencantjump.com. And now, here is the Sunday Night Roundtable. And that tune can mean only one thing. It's hard and it's the best here. If you don't think it's the track of the past game, it's now time for picking the winners. And the white men are all over it. I'm Nate. I'm here. And joining me tonight, believe it or not, guess who's back? The theme song of my man. The Pennsylvania, New Jersey area. He are talking stuff, Mr. Tom Robinson. Tom, what's up? Yo, yo, yo. What up, peeps? Uh, NCAA March Madness Tournament Time Selection Sunday, St. Patty's Day. I just got back from a little family Irish, even though I'm only a little bit Irish. <laughs> and, uh,. You know, they were all average. But, but guess what? I, I watched the end of the Sixers. I mean, most of the Sixers, but um, I did not. I, I have no idea other than the conference champions who's in the tournament. I didn't see because of, uh, you know. So this is all well, kind of new. You're going to be uh, – there's a, there's a few snubs out there, but and there's a few teams that had, had left me scratching my head with a little what the hell and how did this happen – um, I tried to keep up. I'll be honest. This is we're normally an NBA show. I follow the NBA very closely. The regular season of college basketball, I usually follow West Virginia, and that's about it. And this year, I didn't even follow them because that was a disaster. Um, so I'm going into this a little bit more blind than I normally am. However, I did pay attention quite a bit to the conference championship uh, weekend. I watched a lot of basketball the past three or four days. So. I'm going to be intrigued to see how this goes. we got another guest who will be joining us here in just a couple of minutes, so don't want to dive too far into the brackets yet. Once he jumps on here with us, we'll talk, uh, we'll talk these brackets. We'll go through round by round. I'm actually submitting my tournament picks live uh, on the show right now. So uh, if you haven't joined, do join the Wide Men Can't Jump tournament pool located on ESPN's Tournament Challenge. The uh, group is called... Wide Men Can't Jump Pod. All you have to do is get in. It's free. Only one submission per person. Uh, what we're doing is we're allowing you an opportunity to get in this pool. The winner of the pool will be on an episode of Wide Men Can't Jump after the tournament is over. We did that last year, and our 
reigning defending champion Larry Dameron is joining. He says this year the dynasty begins. Uh, that's a direct quote. And if you win, you get some free stuff. We're even giving away a free T-shirt to the winner, one of the Wide Men Can't Jump T-shirts. So if you win, you get a free T-shirt, and it costs you absolutely nothing to join. We're literally giving this shit away, T.R. Huh. Uh, that's interesting. Um, you can uh, – uh, I'm not going to do it. These picks are just off the cuff. I have to do a little more research. I'm not putting my whole heart and soul into this. Uh, well, what we're going to do, I'm going to get your bracket uh, probably within the next couple of days. We'll, I'll call and write yours down and submit yours because TR is what we like to call computer challenged. We love him, but he is. And I'm going to definitely make sure and help him out here. Definitely. We've already got on right, now? right now, yes. Uh, Tim Dombrova will not be joining us tonight because Tim – his entire uh, system has went down in Canada. There's no phone, no internet, no TV, no nothing. So Tim is uh, in the dark ages right now. Uh, wow. He should he should be back for Wednesday's show, but uh, you're probably going, Nathan. How did you uh, how did you speak with Tim? I didn't talk to his son who filled me in on that. But right now, the White Men Can Jump podcast uh, tournament bracket. They just released the brackets earlier, and there's already 15 people in our group right now. So, and that's just, just for now. And it's going to grow. Remember last year we had uh, close to 70? Uh, we're going to shoot yeah. more than that this year. We're going to try to get to 100 this year if we can. I think that's a goal. And we're already at 15, off to a great start. So, uh, fill your brackets out. Get in. It costs you absolutely nothing. And if you win, you get free stuff. You get to come on an episode of the show and talk about the picks you made and uh, brag a little bit. Basically, put yourself over. So, you can't beat that. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's, any chance gonna to be put fun. yourself over. Always, always. And speaking of putting yourself over, there's a uh, this show tonight is brought to you by our good friends at cambay.com, where they will definitely get you over the top. So let's hear from them real quick. Are you sick of the boring, same old campsites with the same old girls and the same boring content? Well, now's your chance to jump over to a brand new website called cambay.com, C-A-M-B-A-E.com. When you're on Cambay, whatever you want and whatever you desire is right at your fingertips. Be sure to join right now and use promo code WIDEMEN to get 20 free credits on cambay.com. Use those credits to go towards whatever your fantasy is and make sure that you know cambay.com wants to make you as happy as you can be. Be sure to join right now. Again, it's cambay.com, C-A-M-B-A-E.com. And unlike college, it's not going to take you guys 20 free credits to finish. So join cambay.com right now. Use promo code WIDEMAN and get your free credits. And again, thanks to cambay.com, our gracious, gracious sponsors here at Wide Men Can't Jump. And we're we're awaiting the arrival of our good buddy Jeff, who is a guy that uh, he talked to us on uh, the other day. He said he was going to come on for the show. Recently called me, said he'd be a couple minutes late, so he will be here. But uh, So, TR, before we get to, uh, to the picks when Jeff gets on, what did you think of the Sixers? Uh, big win over the Bucks. 
you know, I'm always kind of like a Grinch with them. Um, I don't have a problem with them playing Milwaukee because matchups are favorable and uh, Milwaukee's the number one seed and everything, but it's 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 the Raptors and the Celtics, quite frankly. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they can look as impressive as they want against the Bucks. They probably won't play the Bucks. Uh, I don't know until the Eastern Conference Final if that were to happen. So until they do something against Toronto with a healthy Kawhi or Boston with a healthy Jason Tatum, uh, I can't put any stock in today's victory. I mean, the freak did what he had to do, 52 points. Yeah, I mean, that was a big night for him. Um, It's interesting that he put up that many points and they still lose. I think one of the main um, the issues is, and we're going to talk about this on Wednesday, is the loss of Malcolm Brogdon. He will be out uh, indefinitely. He will be out six to eight weeks with an injury. And he is going to join, or he's going to be back, but he won't be back until the second round of the playoffs. He's going to miss the first round of the playoffs. So uh, that's, that's, that's going to be that—that that is that's a big hit for Milwaukee, and people are kind of probably shaking their heads, going, eh, "You know, what does he? What does it really matter?" And it's like uh, he's a really, really big deal to this ball club, and he brings a lot to the table. Um, one more thing I want to mention. Uh, big congratulations! Big, big congratulations to down here in West Virginia. If you're listening from the West Virginia area, big congratulations to the Chapmanville Regional High School Tigers, uh, a team that I have covered, uh, calling calling games all season for them. Um, they just won their second uh, state championship yesterday. Uh, they're back-to-back state champions in Class AA in West Virginia. So congratulations to them. A big win. Uh, beat their rival team, Fairmont Senior, uh, in the finals of the state championship game. Uh, and they beat them pretty handily. Beat them by 14. Uh, and the star, the player, the MVP of the game, the 6'9", Obina Anachile Killen. He had 12 points, 12 rebounds, and eight blocks in that game. Uh, and that's a high school game, folks. So uh, only eight-minute quarters. But, yeah, so big wow. game there. And, was, and he can jump out of the gym. He's a hell of a ball player. And he's just a junior. Uh, he's still got another year left. <laughs> if that tells you big anything. Big schools are looking at him, that's for sure. Uh, he's already got offers from um, a lot of colleges, so we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully hopefully he, uh, there's some more offers coming his way. So another year, another year ahead before he uh, comes out. So, if you haven't heard of the Chapmanville Regional Tigers, check them out. Big state and back-to-back state titles in Class AA. And congrats to them. And I'm an alma mater of their crosstown rival, Logan. But I, I recognize greatness when I see it. So, congratulations to them. All right. Well, I was yeah, still waiting did you, on did you call? Did you call that state Nothing. championship game? Unfortunately, no. I did not get to call the state championship games. I'm... Uh, the state tournament is usually called by a lot of the uh, the big wigs. Um, so the state tournament championship was called by uh, the voice of high school basketball in West Virginia, and, and sometimes they get guys like uh, Mark Martin and Tony Caridi, the, the voice of uh, the herd and the Mountaineers, uh, for that. But no, I didn't get to call any state tournament games. I did call a regional final game uh, this year. That was that was fun. 
one of the regional finals. So that was that was a pretty fun game to call, and it was a it was a barn burner of a game too. So, <laughs> but no, I didn't. Well, Unfortunately, haven't got to that. Haven't got to do that yet. You got to buddy up with that youngster with the uh, eight million block shots because that sounds like he's going up and up and up. And uh, we want him to be a friend of the show. I apologize oh, I to the know. audience. We we're literally coming back in and uh, you know it's hustle and bustle and what have you. So I apologize for this hasty return. Oh no, I mean you know we we've explained that you guys are that you're a busy man. Your job keeps you busy and. And I and we all get that. We're just glad you were able to jump on and and do this. We're still waiting on Jeff right now. I uh, was hoping he would get on. I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and hear from our buddy Stephen P. New and New Law Offices, and hopefully we can get Jeff on after this. So bear with us. We'll be right back. Personal injury, product liability, workplace accidents, mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination and more. All this can be handled at New Law Office with Stephen P. New. It's New Law Office with Stephen P. New. You can get your free consultation today by calling 1-800-208-9169 or 304-362-7345 for your free consultation. A new level of personal service, whether you've been injured or facing divorce or experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on compassionate, thorough representation from New Law Office. Be sure to contact Stephen P. New Law Office at newlawoffice.com or again, get your free consultation at 1-800-203-9169. Stephen P. New, answers to your legal questions. And again, thanks to Stephen P. New, a graceless sponsor of White Men Can't Jump. Well... We're still waiting, still waiting on Jeff. So I'll tell you what, Tr. He can get caught up with us here. Let's go ahead and look at the bracket. I've waited as long as I can wait. So we'll go ahead and look here. We'll look at some of the gimmies here. The very first game, the number one overall seed, Duke. They win the ACC tournament. Uh, Zion Williamson is healthy and playing. Uh, Duke defeated Florida State pretty handedly to win the ACC title. They will take on the winner of the playing game between North Carolina Central and North Dakota State University. So, Duke's the one. They play the winner of the 16 playing game. Who do you like? Why or why not? Killer's gonna kill. <laughs> How is that not a t-shirt yet? That, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean... I I think in uh, in Duke's case, I haven't, you know, I'm not going to lie to you or the audience. I haven't been as adept uh, to call NCAA games as I have been uh, in years past, but I do DVR a lot of Duke. And I think in a weird way, that knee injury to Zion may have helped Duke uh, to play without him. And and, uh, R.J. Barrett, for instance, you know, he's been pretty consistently the way he plays and the way he scores and he makes some unbelievable shots. Like he's, he's the guy that people, and I hate to bring this name up, but people in Philadelphia thought that Markel Fultz was supposed to be a guy that just makes, mm-hmm. the, you know, a guy that has a sense for the basket, but yeah, uh, we know how that turned out, but uh, you know, Barrett <laughs> stepped up and um, 
but it, it, you know, it just showed how basically valuable and uh, just a. I mean, I'm not a bandwagon jumper, obviously, because we've been talking about him since tenth grade. But yeah, he, he's have. the man. He's the man. Yeah, and, he, uh, he's the he's one of the best players on earth right now. Not just he's the best player in college basketball, hands down. Uh, to me, he could end up being the next LeBron. If he if he does what he still does, stays injury free, and maybe drops a little bit of weight, that way his body isn't taking such a beating um, from his from his own weight. Uh, he could he could be the next big thing, and, and he's on his way to becoming it. I mean, his first game back, he he goes thirteen for thirteen, for God's sake. I mean, yeah, he just tears it up. It, it's insane what the kid did. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah, joke, so, and uh, you know, so, some teams getting hot with outside shooting could, uh, you know, like Gonzaga early in the season, et cetera, could, you know, maybe surprise them. But uh, it's going to be one of those deals where they beat themselves or something that, or somebody has just this sick yeah. game where they just nail well, it. They are freshmen. They're all like the, the majority of their. There's a lot of freshmen on that team. There's a lot of guys who. Have never been here before. Cam Reddish, Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett. These guys have never played in in the NCAA tournament, and it's it's a different animal. Uh, granted, they're the number one overall. They just won three games in three days, and they are they seem to be the favorite. But you know, not a lot of senior leadership. Not a lot of guys that you can turn to and say, okay, this guy's been here before. He knows what to do if something gets hairy. I mean, Trey Jones is a good player, not as good as his brother, but a good player, um, like what he can do. But Duke is uh, Duke's poised to make a run, and it will be to me. It's a championship or bust. If they don't win the title this year, then this is going to be one of the biggest letdowns in Duke basketball history. If they don't win the championship this year, they're all in. Yeah, I, I agree. But I mean. Yeah, it's not going to be Virginia of last year. Duke wins that game. They could yeah, take I, I the think... best of the best of both of those teams, and Duke's second string team would beat them. Yeah, I think Duke wins that game as well. All right, the one seeds um, on the other side. Let's just go ahead and get the one seeds out of the way while we wait. Um, that's the East region. In the South region. Virginia gets a one seed overall, and they will take on Garner Webb, a school out of North Carolina. Um, Garner Webb, one of their most uh, famous games was they they were able to beat Kentucky years and years ago. Virginia thirty one and two, Garner Webb fourteen and eighteen won their conference tournament to get in. Uh, they they allow 70.5 points per game and they went 10 and 6 in their conference and they put up 78.3 points per game. Virginia allows 55.1 points per game and they went 16 and 2 in their conference and they put up 71.8 points per game. So Virginia does lightning strike twice and knock Virginia out in the first round again this year. UMBC not in this tournament. So can Garner Webb pull the upset on Tony Bennett's club? No shot. No, think so. No. Uh, yeah, I, 
James Garner, James Garner, Spud Webb, none of the above. <laughs> James Garner, Spud Webb, good. Oh, your sense, your sense of humor is returned. <laughs> but yeah, I got to go with Virginia also. Just too much firepower. Uh, and I think they've learned from last year. I think that it lost embarrassed this team last year. And I don't see yeah. it happening again. All right. We'll jump down to the other one seed here. Gonzaga in the West. Gonzaga will take on, if I can remember this correctly here, let's, uh, it's either going to be Prairie View A&M. And this is, this is FDU, Fairleigh Dickinson University. So it'll be Gonzaga taking one of the playing games, either Fairleigh Dickinson or Prairie View A&M. TR, who do you like in that one? Uh, well, Fairleigh Dickinson uh, is going to beat Pure Prairie League to, to get in the right-in spot. Um, uh-huh. And then get whooped by the Zags. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you almost have to go with the Zags on this one. They The Zags are coming off a loss, though. They lost their um, conference championship game to St. Mary's. And it wasn't really a close game. Gonzaga is a, you know, they're a reluctant one seed, if you ask me. I think Gonzaga, you know, they got in just on reputation in terms of getting a one seed. But I think they win this game. Doesn't matter who they play, you know, the one seeds. I don't think I don't think we're going to see anything like we saw last year with a one seed. Um, no, I don't either. I mean, Saint, um, we're talking about St. Mary's. We're jumping ahead. But St. Mary's yeah, every yeah. year is a scare. They're a scary son of a bitch every year. They just somehow – I mean, they're not in every consecutive year, but when they're in, they usually have something to offer. And they normally always give Gonzaga a game. That's just, that's just coming from knowing your opponent, I think. Um, yeah. If if they met in the tournament again, I don't think Gonzaga would take them as lightly as they did. And But we'll get to that. We'll get to them. They're in the tournament. Uh, finally, the last one seed, the Midwest, North Carolina – Takes on Iona, North Carolina twenty-five and ten, Iona twenty and thirteen. This is actually taking place in my neck of the woods, up in Columbus. That's only about a three and a half, four-hour trip for me. Um, uh, North Carolina allows opponents seventy-two point nine points per game on average, and Iona average allows seventy-five point six points per game. Uh, North Carolina goes sixteen and two in their conference. Iona goes twelve and six. North Carolina is averaging 86.1 points per game. Iona averaging 76.8 points per game. And the BPI rank has North Carolina at five, Iona at 184. So, TR, Iona, North Carolina, who do you like? Well, Iona product Jeff Rowland was part of the 76ers franchise history's worst trade so um that was way back when and it still stings and uh, although the tar heels have lost more games double digit losses that's not, unlike them they're still going to smash the smithereens out of iona that's unlike any one seed if you really think about it to, for north carolina to be a one seed and have 10 losses that's yeah. strange that's very strange yeah. because there's some t- there's some two seeds that don't have ten losses. Are they giving North Carolina 
the benefit of the doubt because of the two wins against Duke without Zion Williamson, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they are. And, you know, it's it's North Carolina, it's it's showtime, and it's ratings, and it's uh, – I mean, the, the people from Full House are putting their kids in schools illegally, for Christ's sake. It's it's <laughs> – Oh, poor Aunt Becky. Uh, yeah. The things you'll do to put Nick. You know what, Aunt Becky? For what you were doing and what you confessed to, we just got one thing for you. Dummy. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, her and Felicity, her and Felicity Huffman's kids were uh, actually hit the button again. Dummy. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if they weren't, they would have passed the SATs. So anyway, yeah, for real. Yeah, for real. <laughs> In case you missed it, Tr, we got a new thing now. When we change topics, we just do this segue. So we cool. segue. <laughs> well, I'm wondering where our man Jeff is hiding because he told me he would be here, and we're almost a half an hour into the show, and he's yet to show up. So you know what? We'll just keep going. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he can ramble through his. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do that. All right, well, let's start and just work our way down. Now we've went through the one seeds. We go, we both go with all the ones because I mean, it's only happened once in the history of the tournament, and it may be a long time if it ever happens again. So, all right, let's take a look at it here. The number we're going to go back to the East region now. The number eight seeded VCU will take on the number nine seeded UCF. So VCU and UCF, VCU, they allow their opponents points per game 61.6. Their BPI ranking is 36. They're 16 and two in their conference, 71.4 points per game. They put up, they are 18 and 15 is their ranking. And UCF, their opponents points per game is 64.3. Their BPI is 42. Conference thirteen and five points per game. They put up seventy two point one. So pretty even matchup here, Tr. Who do you like, VCU UCF? I, I like to do a show and on interrupted. But besides that, um, sorry, that's what? a personal thing. Um, what? <laughs> uh, it's just something that's so preposterous. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, I like Virginia Commonwealth in that matchup. Okay. Um, eight, I actually, eight and nine is the uh, eight nines are like kicking the balls. Yeah, yeah, it's a coin toss. It's a coin toss every time. I, I like VCU as well. Uh, I'm going to go with them. I like what they bring to the table. Um, but to me, it's all a matter of, you know, the, the winner of this game gets to go on and lose to Duke. That's kind of what I'm looking at right now. So good yeah. luck uh, for that. All right. Next matchup in the East, number five, Mississippi State takes on number 12, Liberty. Mississippi State is 22-11. and 11. They allow opponents 70.1 points per game. BPI ranked 22. They're 10-8 and eight in their conference, and they put up 77.3 points per game. Liberty is, they allow opponents 60.8 points per game. They are 61st in the BPI ranking. 14-2 and two in their conference, and they 
put up 74 points per game. This is a 5-12 matchup. These are the ones you got to watch out for. Number five, Mississippi State. Number 12, Liberty TR. Who do you like? Mississippi State. Um, I, I believe it was last year all fives advanced. Um, yeah, I think they did. Because all that other weird shit happened. But, um, I mean, I'd have to hear them. But uh, Liberty covered some games in football for me, but not in hoops. Okay. I stick with number five. Okay. I'm going to go Mississippi State as well. Um, SEC is a pretty solid conference this year. I think Mississippi State can get by Liberty, although I think that game will be closer than what a lot of people think. So I'm going to go Mississippi State as well. All right. Our next matchup, the 4-13 matchup. Number four, Virginia Tech takes on number 13, St. Louis. All right. Virginia Tech, they allow or they allow 62.1 points per game. They are number 11 in the BPI rankings, 12 and 6 in the ACC conference. They put up 74 point or they put up 74 points per game. St. Louis, they allow 63.7 points per game. BPI rank of 98. They're 10 and 8 in their conference and they put up 67.1 points per game. St. Louis, Virginia Tech, TR, who do you like? I'm not going to make anybody crazy. I'm just going to be Vatek. I'm staying with the chalk right now. Okay. I like Virginia Tech as well. They had a they they get their point guard back. They have they looked really good this season. Uh, they play in a in, they play in the best conference in basketball, and that's the ACC. And they they managed to look good in that conference. So I'm going with Virginia Tech as well. Right on. Next next matchup, Maryland, and they'll play either Belmont or Temple. Temple and Belmont playing for the 11th. And by the way, can I just I just want to say something. The the fact the 68 team format is ridiculous. Just just cut three teams, go back to 65. I hate I hate trying to make a decision on an 11 seed because 11 seed you never know. And I, I hate that there's playing games for 11 seeds. It's it's fucking stupid. Go back to 65 and just leave it alone. Okay. That's my rant. Thank you. Uh, I don't disagree. Who, it is a pain in the ass. It is because you've got a team like Maryland who, who, to me, is vulnerable and could very easily lose to either one of these teams, but yet I have no clue who to pick because I don't know who's who they're going to be playing. So right. I just don't like it. Yeah, it's hard for bracketology. Um Belmont's always one of those paying the balls teams that shows up and gets a round or two or covers or does something to screw the tournament up. Um, Temple has a rich history and it's playing good right now. So, uh, you know, being from Philly and considering they've, they've, uh, you know, been the host to my, to my uh, spiritual uh, advisor, Bill Cosby. Um, I'm going <laughs> oh, with Temple Al's. Okay, so you're going to take the winner of the Temple-Belmont game. Yeah, Temple to win, actually okay. win and then beat, beat Maryland as well for my only slight upset. Okay. Um, I can't really disagree. I can't really disagree with you, honestly. Um, Maryland this year, 13-7 and seven in the conference, only 19-13. and 13. They play in a very good conference. 
Um, they hold their opponents to 65 points per game. They're ranked 28th in the BPI. Belmont is a scary team. I think they're better than what people think. I'm going to go with Belmont. I think Belmont goes to the second round. Uh, I think they beat Temple, and I think Belmont moves on. I think Belmont's a pretty solid team. Well, we hate Maryland, that's for sure. (laughs) No Maryland pick here. All right, number three, LSU against number 14, Yale. LSU, RPI ranked 92. They allow opponents 73.9 points per game. They're 2-3 and three against the top 25 this year. Ranked 64th. They're 8-10 and 10 in their conference, and they put up 77.5 points per game. Yale ranked in RPI 190th. And they allow 73.8 points per game. They are 0-2 against the top 25. They are 162nd in the BPI. They went 9-5 in the Ivy League. They won the Ivy League regular season, and or they want to share the Ivy League regular season, and they won the Ivy League tournament. Yale is 16-15. and 15. LSU is 17-14. and 14. Uh, And Yale puts up 74.6. This is a three and a fourteen, Tr. Who do you like? Ivy League can be a pain in the ass with their slow down they, bullshit. They ass. really can. They are very much a pain in the ass. <laughs> but um, I'm not going to rock the boat. I'm sticking with LSU. See, this one's an interesting matchup for me because Yale, uh, they were down in their their conference championship game, and they had to yeah. rally against Princeton in the uh, semifinal to win and come back. They are on a roll. And the way the Ivy League plays, it can be very, very agitating. And LSU, they didn't go far in their conference tournament. To me, it's a lot of – I don't know. The SEC has a couple of teams that I like. I wasn't impressed with LSU, especially on a neutral court. Uh, they got handled by Auburn, and Auburn handled everybody in the in the tournament. I don't think LSU deserves a three seed. I really don't. You know what? This year, screw it. I'm going with Yale. I think Yale upsets LSU. Really do. Why not? Well, stranger I mean, things have happened. I, I'm going with I'm going with Yale. I, I just, I've had a feeling since I saw the matchup unveiled. I'm going with Yale. All right, moving on. Number seven, number ten matchup, getting close to the bottom half of the East bracket. Louisville versus number ten, Minnesota. Go Gophers! Oh yeah. So Louisville twenty and thirteen. They are. They allow, excuse me, sixty-seven point eight points per game. They have an eighteen ranking in the BPI, ten and eight in the ACC this year. Seventy-four point points, seventy-four point five points per game they put up. Minnesota Golden Golfers, 69.2. They allow points per game, 54 in the BPI. They're 9-11 and 11 in their conference, and 70.8 points per game. Minnesota, 15-17, and 17 gets in to this game, into the tournament. LSU, 20-13. and 13. Who do you like, TR? Uh, back when I was able to play basketball a little bit, Danny Crum used to be at Louisville. Uh, under his tutelage was Dr. Duncan Stein, Daryl Griffith. And uh, that's basically why I'm picking Louisville here. 
I haven't watched enough of either team, but you told me 15 and 17. That's good enough for me. I'll take Louisville. I'm going to take Louisville just based on the conference they play in. Um, and they were they were able to win 20 games this year, even being in that really tough conference. So I'm going to go with Louisville as well. All right, last game in the East region uh, for the first round. Number two, Michigan State, 29-4 and four on the year against number 15, Bradley, 20-13, and 13, Tom Izzo's crew. They allow 65.7 points per game, fourth in the BPI rank, 16-4 and four in their conference. They they put up 79.2 points per game. They are 10-2 and two in their last 12 games, whereas Bradley wins their conference tournament to get in. They allow 65 points per game. They are 175 in the BPI, 9-9 nine nine in their conference, 66.6 points per game. They are 6-6 six six in their last 12 games. So, T.R., who do you like in the 215 matchup here? Well, uh, although I liked Bradley's uh, duet with Lady Gaga on the Grammys. Um, <laughs> I don't think that they have a chance to uh, show up uh, against the Spartans. Uh, Michigan, You know what's weird, though? Michigan State's always, you know, a top team and in the first and second round for it's either the first round or the second round they always give you a scare or if not outright lose they they outright lost that one year but um they give you a scare so i wouldn't be surprised if if i was betting i would i might take bradley with points but uh to win the game michigan state yeah i'm gonna go michigan state too they're on a roll they won the big 10 tournament and <laughs> the bradley lady gaga joke that, that was good that was funny I like that. All right. (laughs) Funny. I like that, though. Let's look at the other side of the bracket. Let's go to the south region here. Hold on just a second. Excuse me. All right. South region, we've already taken Virginia here over Garner-Webb. You and I both. Um... Let's look at the 8-9 matchup. Ole Miss against Oklahoma. Ole Miss, 12-20 and 20 against Oklahoma, 18-13. and 13. So, man, oh, man, this is, a, uh, <laughs> this is an interesting matchup here at the 8-9. RPI, let's see here, 70.4 points per game for Ole Miss. This, the the twenty the twelve and twenty thing's got to be a typo. That, it has to be. You can They didn't win their tournament. How are they getting in at twelve and twenty? Uh, that uh, that makes no sense. No. It let me I, uh... let me check that. Like they they have to be. Like they, there's no possible way they're twelve and twenty. There's just no way. I don't might, see that. Might be the other way around. Twelve. Yeah. 12. This this has to be some sort of typo this year. Uh. Let me see, because because if not, then there needs somebody's going to need a talking to uh, over at the the bracket twenty and twelve. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah, they're twenty and twelve, not twelve and twenty. Somebody typoed there. I was like, how in the hell? <laughs> yeah. So Ole Miss twenty and twelve, they allow seventy point four points per game from their opponents. 
BPI ranked 48, 10 and 8 in the conference. They put up 75.4 points per game. And Oklahoma, their opponent, 68.2 points per game they allow. 39th in their conference, or 39 in the BPI, 7 and 11 in their conference, 71.2 points per game. Oklahoma is 18 and 13. Ole Miss is 20 and 12. Who do you like in this 8 9 matchup? Uh, I don't know. Boomer sooner. I'll go with Oklahoma. <laughs> You're like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm going to say this a travesty. Oklahoma's in this tournament. <laughs> You're gonna. I, I'm saying well, that was your uh, 2018's calling. That was with Trey Young. This is 2019. Yeah. yeah, they shouldn't have got in last year, but they did win. And that, they that's shouldn't what I'm have saying, got in this. So. They shouldn't have got in this year at all. They got bounced in the first round of the Big 12 tournament by West Virginia, and West Virginia is awful, ladies and gentlemen. They are awful. Oklahoma. Had no business being in this tournament over Litscombe and UNC Greensboro. Both of those teams deserve an at-large bid before Oklahoma. This is a classic case of your name getting you in a tournament you don't belong in. Oklahoma should be in the NIT. But they are Oklahoma, so they got in. And not only that, they get a non-seed, for God's sake. That makes no sense. None. None. And the Big 12 is common. And the Big 12 is constantly letting people down in the tournament. They always do. So, I'm we going should, Ole Miss. You know, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought you had already put your pick out. Go ahead. I'm Ole going Miss. Ole Miss. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying with the NCAA and NIT, and there's those two other tournaments that I can't think of right now. The CBA and the – yeah, yeah, yeah. Since there's an NIT, we should create our own for whoever else is left that ain't playing called the TIT. <laughs> Just the Terry Invitational Tournament from 1999. Yeah, and the deal is everybody sucks, so it's a tit. <laughs> the tit tournament. Tit. <laughs> Does that mean that they, uh, since it's a tit, they're going to be sucking the hind tit since they all suck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your waitresses will be here all week. <laughs> Good Lord, Oklahoma getting a nine seed. What a what a miscarriage of justice that was. In that's why I'm taking. That's why I'm taking them because you know, they have mm-hmm. no business being there. So what do they got to lose? True. True. They they won the first game last year, but I'm going Ole Miss. Uh, Next matchup, number five, Wisconsin takes on number 12, Oregon, the winner of the Pac-12 championship. Uh, Oregon, Oregon won that. Wisconsin, 18 and 15. Oregon, 22 and 12. Wisconsin allows 61.4 points per game. They have a BPI ranking of 14, 14 and six in their conference. 69.1 69.1 points per game they put up. And Oregon, they allow 62.9 points per game. They're ranked 38 in the BPI. They're 10 and 8 in the conference. They put up 70.5 points per game. Who do you like, TR? Oregon. Picking the 12. Any other year, I, any other year I'd take whiskey, but Oregon's too good of a team for a 12 seed. Yeah, I agree. I'm going with Oregon as well. I think they win that game. 
Uh, they're on a roll. And that's, that's, that's without Bowl Bowl as well, right? Wasn't uh-huh, he supposed to so. play there this year until he got hurt? Yeah, I think so. But they, um, Oregon's been on a tear, and they uh, they won the they beat Washington the other night, and they handled Washington like it wasn't even close. Uh, so Oregon, I'm going with them as well. So that's my third upset of the first round so far. Which with upsets, I don't count eight nine matchups. So right, right, right. All, right. All right, next game number four, Kansas State versus number thirteen, UC Irvine. So let's take a look here. Kansas State, 59.2 points per game they allow their opponents to put up. 25th in the BPI, 14 and 4 in the conference, and they allow and they put up 65.8 points per game. They are 22 and 11. UC Irvine, they allow 63.3 points per game, 81 in the BPI. They're 15 and 1 in their conference, 72.9 points per game they put up. They beat St. Mary's by five. They lost to Utah State, though, by 24 points. Um, who do you like, TR? Kansas State, UC Irvine. Well, UC Jericho is uh, not in the – they're not playing in their conference. So, nothing. Is the mic on? I think you lost me on that one. Well, Chris Jericho's real name happens to be. Anyway. Uh-oh. <laughs> Not sure. Chris, Chris Irvine. Really? I didn't anyway. know that. Shows what I know. Man, I thought you of all people would know. Anyhow, uh, Kansas Sorry. State run, in a runaway. Yeah, I'm going to take Kansas State as well. While the Big 12 is known for letting me down in the tournaments, um, Kansas State is a pretty solid Big 12 team. All right. Here's a mat- here's one of the most intriguing matchups of the first round, if you ask me. Number six, Villanova, will take on number eleven, St. Mary's. Yeah. And let's look at this here. Villanova, the RPI rank is two. They are thirty and four. St. Mary's twenty eight and five. St. Mary's RPI ranks forty two. Villanova. Opponents' points per game, they allow 70.9 points per game. They are 4-0 and against the top 25. BPI rank of 1, 14-4 in their conference, and they put up 87.1 points per game. St. Mary's, we said RPI 42, 64.5 points per game they allow their opponents. 1-1 against the top 25, 26 BPI, 16-2 in the conference. They put up 77 points per game. TR, who do you like? Can, do you like Villanova to do it again, or is St. Mary's going to shock the Wildcats? You know, uh, this year, you, you know, their record aside and the fact that they just won the uh, the tournament um, for the third straight season, I believe it's the third straight, um, and two out of three national championships. Uh, St. Mary's is scary. Um I'm going to go St. Mary's to win. Wow, look at you. They're going to run you out of Philadelphia, my friend. I know. That's why I'm in Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) I got to go Nova. Um, St. Mary's I like, but St. Mary's has the, the, the... They beat Gonzaga because they know Gonzaga. I don't think they know Villanova. 
that well. And I think that Villanova will be prepared. So I'm going to go with Villanova to win that game. All right, number three, uh, Purdue. I won't be, I won't number, be mad, but go ahead. Number three, Purdue takes on number 14, Old Dominion. Purdue is allowing opponent points per game, 66.8 points per game. They have a BPI of 10, 16-4 and four in the conference, 67.2 points per game they put up on their own. Old Dominion, they allow 60.8 points per game. They're 113th in BPI, conference record 13-5, and five, and they put up 66.2 points per game. 3-14, and 14, Purdue's the 3, Old Dominion the 14. Who do you like? Another scary game. I'm going with Purdue, though. Uh, they won't, yep. I don't think they'll smash them, but I think it'll be uh, lead changes and shit like that, and yeah. Purdue advances. In honor of our good friend Ian Riccoboni, I'm taking Purdue. Uh, <laughs> he was all in on Purdue last year, man. <laughs> Purdue's burned me in yeah. the past, and I'm going with Purdue yeah. in that game. All right. Next game, number seven, Cincinnati. Against number ten Iowa, Cincinnati, thirty and four is their record here. Um, I don't think that's right. I think the records are off on this, but anyway, Cincinnati the seven, Iowa the ten. Opponent points per game sixty two point two for Cincinnati thirty one BPI fourteen and four in the conference seven seventy one point seven points per game they put up Iowa. They allow 73.6 points per game, BPI of 37, 10 and 10 in the conference, and they put up 78.3 points per game. TR, who do you like? Iowa, Cincinnati. This game now, this game is in Columbus, by the way. So Cincinnati will be playing in Columbus for this game. Who do you like? Cincinnati, even since the Huggins days, have always been a beast. Uh, I, I don't have nothing in front of me, and like I said, I didn't pay that much attention. But some of the records have sounded a little bit hard to um, believe. Like uh, I don't, Villanova had a couple losses early on, and I don't think they went twenty-eight and two to end, to end the season. But um, nonetheless, yeah. Um. I, I, I like Cincinnati in this matchup. Yeah, I'm taking Cincinnati too. I'm looking. Villanova went 25 and nine, so yeah, this thing is way off. Uh, sorry yeah. about that. I'm, I'm just going to skip over the records because they've got them all screwy in here. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm going Cincinnati as well, mainly because this game is in Columbus. This is going to be like a home game for Cincinnati and. I mean, they're, it's, it's a short trip to get there. I think Cincinnati, uh, yeah, they're a solid team. They're not the team they were last year, losing Jacob Evans, but I think they're going to do okay. They really burnt me last year in our tournament pool. But I think they beat Iowa. All right. Next game, number two, Tennessee, and number 15, Colgate. And we're not talking about your toothpaste. Toothpaste. <laughs> Tennessee, 68.6. Opponent, they allow their opponents to score. BPI rank of 7. 15-3 in the conference. 81.8 points per game they put up. They are a scoring machine. Colgate, 70 points per game they allow. They're 136 in BPI. 13-5 in their conference. 75.5 points per game they put up. 
Who do you like, T.R., Tennessee or Colgate? Well, I'm not as high on Tennessee as the nation is or John McAdams oh, yeah, probably you is. You ain't the only one. You ain't the only or one, Or Tony Basilio. Okay. Or Tony Basilio or whoever the hell else is down there, Ron Fuller, Robert Fuller. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, they will beat the Cavity Creeps. That's for sure. They're not going <laughs> to. The Cavity Creeps. <laughs> we make holes in teeth. Anyway. The cavity creeps. Jesus. I've heard you know, it all. Names of college. Who the hell is the names of college? Crest or whatever the hell they're called. Anyway. Colgate. Fuck that. Fuck Colgate. <laughs> I'm betting against them. Just because of their name. They're fucking dummies. Uh, we're halfway through the first round. <laughs> fucking Colgate. <laughs> it's funny. Hey man, you you get you get oh, argue that the people of Tennessee need to use some more Colgate. You know what I'm saying? They got bad teeth down there. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> wildfire has returned. I don't know where he's been. <laughs> he's been hiding out. It's been a minute for a wildfire, but <laughs> we're halfway yeah. through our picks here. Oh, okay. All right, let's let's recover here. Sorry about that. That right. got me off guard. <laughs> oh man, I missed you. I hope you know that. <laughs> uh, try, we were trying to get on by eight, but we went through a hell to get this going. But, but we're we're good. All right, our next matchup: number eight Syracuse taking on number nine Baylor. And looking at the records here, let's see: opponent points per game for Syracuse sixty-five point seven. 33 in the in the BMI, 8 and 10 in the conference, 69.7 points per game they put up. Baylor, 67.2 opponent points per game they allow, 41 in the BMI, 10 and 8 in conference, 71.7 points per game. This is an 8-9 matchup. Syracuse, Baylor, who do you like, TR? Well, <laughs> we may lose some listeners here, but I don't care. If, if anybody on Baylor stands in their lane to take a charge, Bayheim will go right through them. Oh, oh my God! Oh, what an insensitive bastard! He drives, uh, runs over somebody and kills him, and then he's on the bench the next day, just like acting like nothing happened. Anyhow, <laughs> that that said, he's even though he's a fucking seven foot demon. He is a great coach, and Syracuse always wins. Mark it down. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to go with Syracuse also. <laughs> Not for your reasons, but I'm going with them. Uh, Baylor just doesn't impress me. And that 2-3 that zone, man, if you uh, – they can extend it. You have to be a, a superb shooting team to beat Syracuse, and Baylor is not. So, yeah. I'm going to go with Syracuse. I, I like I like them in that game. All right. Next game. Number five, Marquette, takes on number 12, Murray State. Marquette, 69.1 opponent points per game with a 27 BPI ranking, 12 and 6 in their conference, 77.7 points per game they put up. Murray State, 67.8 opponent points per game, 
49 in the BPI. Their conference ranking 16 and 2, and they put up 83.3 points per game. Who do you like, TR? Marquette, Murray State. Uh, well, Marquette sounds like a school for a, a female wrestling fan who likes reading The Observer. Um, <laughs> so, so Dwayne Wade. Even though, yeah, even though Dwayne Wade was there, would then he could only get fat white girls until he moved on to uh, you know Miami models. If you watched him at Marquette, you would get that joke. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but I, I'm going to uh, pick Marquette. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with Murray State. Uh, I like Murray State. I, I've got to watch them a couple times this year. They have got a player on their team. And don't ask me his reaction or his his name, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Uh, uh, he has like a a, a a little short nickname that they call him. Yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. He's one of the best players in the nation. Yeah, he's fantastic. I, so I forget his goddamn name too, and we're gonna get laughed laughed at for not knowing this name. He's like one of the. Uh, uh, he'll be an All American. Yeah, I mean, he should be. Um, he's just a fantastic basketball player, and it's driving me crazy. Yeah, it's not Pac, but it's something like that. You know what I mean? It's like that little uh, nickname, Low or J Low or A Rod or some fucking name like that. But yeah, he's like he's a star. Whatever the hell his name is at Murray State. It's uh, Jamorant. Is that it? Jamiroquai. I think they had a hit, but that that wasn't. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that would if it's him, it'd be virtual insanity. Um, <laughs> but everybody yeah, knows who we're talking about. That that's yeah, Morant. It's J A Morant, Ja Morant. Ja, that's that's what they call Ja Moore, or Ja. Yeah, it's I don't know, but I've heard it a couple different ways. But he's a badass, but. Oh, he is. He is. Oh, we got a call. What's up? You're on the air. Oh, good evening. It's Lou, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I'm here, fellas. I'm here. Welcome What's aboard, up, yeah, Lou. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, I was going to say Ja Rule, but that would, that wouldn't work. Yeah, he's the next <laughs> best thing to Zion Williamson. This is going to be a very no. interesting draft coming up. Yeah, what what the hell is the dude's name, Lou? Jamor. Ja, ja, ja I think it's how it's pronounced. Jamor, ja that's it. Yeah. I saw the last yeah. game with uh, the Murray State. I mean, this kid, um, you know, he's he's got the stuff. It was, yeah. Um, yeah, it was scary. Yeah, talented, talented player for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, so talented that Where we you, fucked up his name, and thank you for bailing us out. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people get the name wrong, so I don't. Th- I don't think you're alone. Right on. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting right. to see where he's gonna be in the draft. You want to zip through these games with Lou real quick, Nate? Because let's uh, do it. Where's Nate? Uh, at? What was that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Sorry. You want to zip, me again? zip through the rest? You want to zip through the rest of the uh, first round while Lou, while we got Lou? Since there's yeah, three of us, yeah. kind of rapid fire, rapid fire. 
Yeah, yeah, we can Let's rapid fire. We can rapid fire. Okay. We left off uh, Marquette, Murray State. Lou, who do you like? I like Murray State, but I think Marquette's um, going to take it. Okay. All right, well, see, TR took Marquette as well. I'll, I went with Murray State. I, I like Murray State this year. I'm, I'm quite the fan. I did. Uh, all right. All right, we're going to rapid fire here. We're going to pick up the pace a little bit here since Lou's on with us. Uh, Florida State, Vermont, 4-13. and 13. Uh, what do you, Who do you guys like? TR, go ahead. Lou, go Florida first. State, Vermont. Let Lou go. Let, let, let Lou, Lou, go. Lou, go ahead. I'll, we'll go, we'll go Lou, State. TR, Nate. All right, that's fine. Florida State. All right, TR? Uh, I go with the Seminoles, although Howard Stern, Whack Packer, Bigfoot is from Vermont, but that means nothing, so take the Seminoles. <laughs> I'm going to go with Florida State. I don't know. I'm going to go with Florida State just because of their depth. They're very deep. They, uh, they, they can play nine, ten guys if they need to, and they may not beat you with their starting five, but their bench depth is fantastic. All they're missing, if they had one of those three freshmen from Duke, they would win the national title this year. You mark it down. They're a good team. All right. Uh, <clears throat> next matchup. It's either going to be Arizona State or St. John's taking on Buffalo. Lou, who do you like, Buffalo or the winner of the Arizona State-St. John's game? Buffalo. Hmm. Uh, Lou Karnasek has been passed away, right? That's sort of I a think, joke, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't really know. <laughs> I think he's still alive. Is he still alive? God bless him. Anyway, uh, just because I like uh, Luke Karnasaka, I'm going to take St. John's to win the right-in game and beat Buffalo. Okay. I'm going to go with Buffalo. I like Buffalo this season. They've looked good. Uh, <clears throat> very impressive team. Yeah. You two are probably right. They're one of those freaking teams that are probably going to go to the Sweet 16 with nobody paying attention to them. <laughs> they're they're a good team, honestly. <clears throat> Number three seed, Texas Tech Red Raiders against Northern Kentucky, the 14 seed. Lou? Texas Tech. I'm going to go upset here. I'm going to get a 14 to win. Okay. I took Yale earlier, so that was my 14 win. Um, <clears throat> I never like to bet on the Big 12, but, man, Texas Tech's a good ball club. They got beat by West Virginia, but I think Texas Tech wins that game over Northern Kentucky. Texas Tech's just a – they're a really good ball club. All right, number seven, Nevada versus number 10. And, and Here's another miscarriage of justice. Florida got in to the tournament based on who they are. Uh, it's a bunch of crap, but there they are as a 10 seed. Nevada versus Florida, Lou. That can go either way, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Nevada. Yeah, I'm going with Lou. Nevada. Nevada's the seven. Florida's the ten. Florida doesn't deserve to be there. I'm going Nevada. They they really. I, I, I'm having a hard time figuring out how Lipscomb and UNC Greensboro didn't get in, but yet Florida. And Oklahoma both got an invitation. Other than the fact it's Florida and Oklahoma. It's the only reason I can think. Uh, that's ridiculous. All right. Number two seed, Michigan Wolverines against Montana. The two and the 15. So, Michigan the two, Montana the 15. Who do we like, Lou? Michigan. 
Michigan. Yeah, I'm going with Michigan as well. Beeline's team is tough. They can always and, – and they can score. They're just a scoring team. First round, they're hard to bet against. All right. Absolutely. Lou, we already did all the one seeds. North Carolina, Iona, we both took North Carolina. Do you concur? I concur. Believe me, I concur. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, a 16 beat a one last year, just making sure. Yeah, I know, but you know that was that was a that was not a schlub sixteen team. True. Good point. All right, number number eight seed in the Midwest, Utah State, taking on the Washington Huskies. Lou, who do you like? Eight nine go either way, of course, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go Washington State. It's just Washington, not Washington State. Okay, Washington Huskies. You're right. Okay, just wanted to make sure because <laughs> that makes a difference uh, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that. Uh, that might be a tough, the toughest matchup I've heard yet. Uh, I'll go Washington. I'm taking Utah State. Uh, they were a team that was on the the top 25 looking in. Washington lost their conference championship game to Oregon. Um, in a game they should have won, and Oregon just kind of blew them out. Washington's kind of on the fall, so I'm going to go with Utah State. Pac-12 just doesn't impress me this year, so I'll take Utah State. No. Fair enough. Yes, Lou. <laughs> I'm taking Utah State. <laughs> no, I mean, about the Pac-12 not being impressed. I mean, I wasn't impressed with them this year either, the Pac-12. Uh, yeah, they just really were a letdown. Uh <laughs> Next game, number five, Auburn, the SEC champions, the the conference tournament champions, Auburn, versus New Mexico State. This is one of those 5-12 matchups everyone likes to look at. Auburn, New Mexico State, who do we like, Lou? Call me crazy this one, but I think I'm going to go with New Mexico State. Interesting. Uh, we just re-binge-watched uh... – well, at least I did, and, and Robin for the first time. Breaking Bad. So, New Mexico. Best show ever. In, Best show I ever. I believe so, too. Although I haven't seen The Wire yet, but that's for another day. Um, anyhow, even though I like the show, I, I'm not taking New Mexico State. I'm, <laughs> you, you went all that way to take New, to take Auburn. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Auburn. I'm taking Auburn as well. They're on a roll right now. It's gonna take it's gonna take a team that's on just on a tear to beat Auburn because they're on they they're on fire. I mean they dominated Tennessee. Yeah. So I'm going with Auburn. Next game, Kansas and Northeastern. Number four, Kansas takes on thirteen Northeastern. Kansas. Yeah, man, this is one. Of, I mean, I know Kansas hasn't been the the typical Kansas squad as in years past, but uh, if Kansas loses to Northeastern, uh, I don't know. Next thing you know, guys will be identifying themselves as women and shit, and the world will go crazy. (laughs) You know, everything in me wants to take Northeastern. Seriously. I mean... Kansas does not impress me at all this year. They really don't. <laughs> like, 
they they got handled. Go ahead, big the, boy, take them. But I can't. It's Northeastern. I can't. <laughs> I gotta take Kansas against Northeastern. Yeah. As much Whenever as I there's want, a North. This is it's a useless tri- useless trivia. My nearly eighty three year old my nearly eighty three year old mother, whenever um a nor'easter is uh forecasted for our area, she calls me and tells me, Watch out for the northeastern. Just just random. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, I think I get the joke. Uh, sadly, it's true, but um, yeah, I, be- yeah. I believe every word of that. I really do. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Iowa State six seed, Ohio State eleven seed. Another miscarriage of justice is Ohio State being anywhere near this tournament because um, I don't think they deserve to be in. But Iowa State, Ohio State six and eleven. Who we like, guys? Ohio State. Me too, and I don't mean the movement. I'm taking Iowa State. They just won the Big 12 championship, which doesn't impress me much, to quote Shania Twain. That don't impress me much. I'm going to take Iowa State anyway. Um, And it's Ohio State. I don't don't see it. So I'm just going to go Iowa State. Next matchup, number three, Houston. And number 14, Georgia State. Who do we like, guys? Houston and Georgia State. Houston. Houston, we have no problem. This Houston team has the the players and the ability to go far in this tournament. They are a dangerous three seed. Very dangerous. I like Houston as well. All right, number seven, Wofford. Number ten, Seton Hall. Who we like? Oh, I'll go. Oh, I've got to go my Pirates, of course. Of course. Hmm. Wofford, huh? Wofford is a a higher seed, huh? Yeah, Wofford actually had a very good record this year. They were ranked uh, pretty high, actually. Uh, There towards the end of the year, I think they were ranked like number 17 overall. In the top 25. I'm going Seton Seton Hall anyway. I'm going Wofford. Sorry, gentlemen. Got to disagree. I like Wofford this year. All right. Anybody Uh, know that line? Anybody know that line off the top of their head? uh, Not off the top of my head. I can find out for you. Don't go searching if it takes long. I mean, I could look. It's going to take me a minute. But we got one more game left here in the first round. Um, number two, Kentucky against number 15, uh, Abilene Christian. Uh, who do we like? Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, Kentucky, I agree. I'm going, I'm going Kentucky as well. You know, I, I'm looking at my, my tournament here. I've got, this is just me. I'm feeling the, the tournament out here as I go. Uh, so I'm feeling mine out live here, and I only do one tournament, so this is the tournament for me. I, I took the Belmont Temple winner over Maryland, uh, took Oregon over Wisconsin, I'm trying to figure out how many upsets I have, Murray State over Marquette, 
Uh, Oregon. I only got. I only have three upsets in the first round. Really, gosh. I feel like there's going to be so many upsets this year in the first round, but at the same time, I look at these teams and it's like, yeah. You know, if they'd have put anybody else against against Kansas, I would have took them as the upset. But Northeastern, I just couldn't do it. You know, Nate, uh, are you doing a whole tourney tonight? Um, I'll have it filled out here soon. You, unless you want to hear me pick uh, as I go, I can do it right now. No, no, no. That, that's what I was saying because, uh, you know, I, I I put some business on the back burner. I was hoping we could do a part two or something because I, no, I just wanted that, to get through fine. the first round. That, that's fine. I just kind of wanted to do uh, the first round. You know, I just wanted to do the first uh, round. We got through that. Right on. Right. Just look at the matchups. I'm going to fill mine out tonight uh, on here. But I wanted to make sure that I uh, – oh, I took Yale. I took Yale over LSU. So that was the fourth upset I took. Ooh. Okay. Lou, you getting well, in, the, uh, in the tournament? Uh, what, is it? what is it, Nate? The, tur- the, 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 the bracket pool, Lou. It's a tournament bracket pool. Wide Men Can't Jump Pod is the name <laughs> of the tournament challenge, ESPN tournament challenge. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, jump on, man. Uh, well, I'm so excited, Lou. It's free. Was it free? Yeah. I just might, be, I just might call myself to do this. There you go. You got 19 people in right now, as of right wow. now. It was 15 when we, an hour ago, so it's up to 19 now. So, jump on people. in. It's completely free. Completely free, and if you win, you get to jump on the show with us and talk and do a little bragging, and you'll also get to do a uh, – you'll get free stuff. Oh, I can't resist free stuff. <laughs> yeah, you get free T-shirt and all kinds of stuff. I just because might, we're nice guys. Freeze up to do it. Yeah, Lou. We hope you do. We hope you do. Lou. I just hope I do better than I did my previous brackets because my previous brackets. <laughs> oh boy. Ugh. Eh, don't feel bad, Lou. I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. We in the same bracket? <laughs> Possibly, very possible. Maybe. But I know exactly. How you feel. So uh, okay, who uh, knows? It, yeah. Who knows? But while you're while you're both on here, uh, since you're both here, TR, do you got like maybe 15 more minutes? You can uh, talk with us. Uh, maybe, maybe 10? five. Okay. Uh, seven. <laughs> okay, we'll give it we'll give it a, a few minutes uh, before we wrap up. You know, we've been talking NCAA tournament. We did the first round. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed that. While it is still the Sunday night roundtable, so we can talk about basically whatever we want, I want to bring up the football moves that's been going on and how the Cleveland Browns are going to win the the, the the AFC North this year. What are your guys' thoughts on some of the football free agency moves you've seen so far? TR, Blue, either one of you. I don't think that the Cleveland is going to have enough to win the division. Um for what I can tell you, I think that the NFC North is going to be a, the weakest division of all. I mean, Pittsburgh lost uh, Brown and Bell, so uh, I think that's I think they're a lost cause. Losing Bell, the Bengals, of course, of, you know, losing Bell was not that big of a hurt. I'll say that they've got yeah. James Conner. That kid's special. And of course, you know uh, the Bengals are a dumpster fire, and they're going to stay that way. I agree. 
Baltimore, um, Baltimore. I'm not so sure. They can they can go either way. Uh, the jury's still on that. Cleveland, you know, has made improvements over the last uh, year, you know, coming from 0 and 16. But I still don't think it's going to be enough to get a, a division uh, title this, this year. I think they're I think they're um, being a little bit overhyped on that. I think this is going to be a very weak division. Uh, it's early to make predictions as far as the division championship, but I mean, if Odell Beckham were to keep his head in the game and, you know, Lou, you're from up that way, you know, he's a talented son of a bitch, but a little bit wacky. If, uh, if, if those egos of his and Baker Mayfield can kind of go on the same wavelength, Although skill positions are overrated other than a quarterback, in my opinion, because there's always an offensive line and defensive line that are pretty strong on championship oh, teams. Sure. However, uh, you know, with Pittsburgh might be changing in the guard with Mason Rudolph and Ben getting older and everything. I, I don't know. I like Connor too, Nate, but, you know, I think, I think, I think it's been last year. It's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, off season. That's for Cleveland. That's that's where I'll say right now. What about uh, what about Bell going to the Jets, Lou? What do you think of that? Well, we were desperate in need of a running back, and I'm glad we got one. Let's just hope now that he doesn't, you know, get hurt or pull anything stupid, you know, because the Jets, you know, every time we think we're going to get somebody good from another team or a good draft pick, it usually falls flat. So I'm really hoping, you know, that – his bell is going to be answered for the Jets. Ooh, that's bad. I know. I, I mean, it's possible. I think it's possible. Um, I didn't possible, under- yes. Jets, Jets just, I don't know. Like, yeah, kind of a cool idea to, to get bell, but did they give up too much? They I might have. Know. I mean, they 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 signed him to a really large deal, and to me, I think the Jets need to focus on as Tr would say that offensive line. They need some help with, uh, you know, they got the young quarterback in Sam Darnold. Is he the guy? Is that the guy you want to build your franchise around? You would think so, but he's yet to really prove yeah. to me that he's great. They, the receiving yeah. core is not that great. Robbie Anderson's your best receiver. The defense needs help. There's a lot that the Jets need. Yeah, and a quarterback is one of them. Yeah, you don't like Darnold? No, I don't. Hmm. Interesting. Well, TR, Nick Foles is gone. What do you think on uh, Carson Wentz? Is the, he's the guy now. There's no turning back. Uh, yeah, um, well, first of all, Nick Foles is a, is a great quarterback. I mean, he, look at his resume. You know, everybody wants to tear him down, but, you know, all the things he's accomplished, he, he's going to go down as a great quarterback. However, Jacksonville's not the best situation. Uh so I'm happy he got some money, but uh, I don't know if that's going to be a, a ride off into a sunset type of deal for him in a positive way. Uh, Carson Wentz, uh, it's the talk of this city. Uh, he's 
injury prone or is he not? Was it just two fluky things that happened? I don't know. Um, I know he's got the mental anxiety being a young kid of having to follow Foles winning a Super Bowl and Foles being a Alshon Jeffrey miss from possibly getting to an NFC title game while he sits on the sideline and pops his pimples. Uh, so uh, we brought back your boy from the Buccaneers, Deshaun Jackson, and I know from your perspective that's like who gives a shit. We got him for nothing. I've I seen somebody say uh, we got Deshaun Jackson back for a washing machine. And basically yeah, they, you they did much get him did, for honestly. You did. And you did. You gave, gave us a sixth-round pick, and we gave you a seventh-round pick to take him. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, when that guy plays here, it's a different element. It, 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 I mean, you watch the Bucks closely um, lose up there uh, towards New York. and yeah. when you When you watch games in a different market – whether it be basketball or football, you get a different understanding. And Jackson's a different player here. Yeah, he's older, but he'll stretch the field for us. And uh, for nothing, that was a great pickup for them. I mean, if they, if they, no, if they got I, rid I, of something. I agree. I mean? Like I, I'm glad he's gone because he's no longer a distraction. Uh, but yeah. in terms of Philly getting him, I thought it was brilliant on their part to pick him back up. Um, because – if you've got a quarterback with a big arm who's willing to air the ball out like we did with Ryan Fitzpatrick, when Fitzpatrick throws the ball, Deshaun Jackson was on fire. When Jameis Winston was in the game, Jameis Winston was more about the tight ends over the middle of the field. He wasn't worried about Deshaun Jackson. And that's why Jackson wanted to go. Now, Carson Wentz, can Carson Wentz get Deshaun the ball? That remains to be seen. That's going to be the, the telltale there. If he can get his head out of uh, Zach Ertz's ass for five minutes, he might throw it to somebody else. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, football is not far away. we got baseball right around the corner. I'm not a baseball guy. Well, but, uh, um, unless you count AAF, or you don't count that. I mean, I until I, I, I tried. It, it was it was cool to see. It's like one of those things where it's like, ah, that's neat. But other than that, you know, it wasn't a it wasn't a product I can see myself sustaining. Which is why I think the XFL will fail again. Um, I don't oh, care yeah. how many fo- I don't care how many focus groups you throw at it. I don't care how much you think about it. You have to put a product on the field that's got, that people are going to want to watch. And people only yeah. if you're going to watch professional football, people want to watch the NFL. There's no other football league that people are going to watch. That's just the way it is. I mean, the NFL is the well, league. Right, no more for second banana. Exactly. Well, if you sign if you sign Steve Young to a ten year contract, you might have a chance. But that was <laughs> quite a long time ago. Yeah, anyway, yeah. We're, we were both we're, young we're back very, then. I, I hate to I hate to be a, a dick, but I got I got to run. Um, no, no, no. You do your thing. Uh, and, we appreciate you calling in, and I'm going to run as well. Right. Been a good show. Uh, glad we could talk first around the NCAA tournament and a little football here. And TR, glad you were able to come back. Lou, glad you got in here towards the end of the show. So we're going to wrap up. We're going to wrap up here, and uh, we'll be back Wednesday talking more NCAA hoops. And I'll reveal my winner of the tournament. And eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eight my o'clock. time or eight o'clock your time. Eastern time, right? Yes. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I can make it 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock Eastern, it, Luke. Give us a call. 
We'll if be I, here. If, uh, real, real quick, if I if I'm not on live, I'll get a hold of you before and make my full picks for champion NCA champ and all that stuff with you, Nate. All right, sounds good. And Lou just dropped, so thank you, Lou. Tr, glad you were here. Glad you guys listened in to this show. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll be talking more NBA and NCAA on Wednesday. We'll have Tim back by then, I hope. And uh, if TR's not on, I'll have his picks available. We'll preview the NCAA tournament a little bit. And Tim and I will be talking. Uh, our interview with Alex Golden will be up. It's a 36-minute around the league with him. You're going to enjoy that. And uh, we'll also have a, a live caller, our boy Raf, Rafi Wong, talking Sacramento Kings and their surprising season this year. So looking forward to that. Hope you guys enjoyed this edition of the Sunday Night Roundtable, our Selection Sunday special roundtable. TR, won't you send us out for old time's sake? Peace. I ain't even got to say it. That's just something they know. Thanks for listening to the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com and at widemencantjump.com. Be sure to check out our blogs over at widemencantjump.com and also be sure to check out all the other shows that we put out. You can find us on iTunes, Podcast Static, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and anywhere you find your favorite podcast, also at WideMeanCanJump.com. Visit our store and buy some new t-shirts that are available now in all sizes. This show is brought to you by the Law Offices of Stephen P. New at NewLawOffice.com and by Cambay.com. Be sure to visit Cambay.com and use promo code WIDEMEN to get 20 free credits on your purchase. Thanks for listening again, and we'll see you next time for the next episode on the Wide Man Radio Network.